What's going on, guys? Angel Tolmonts here with Quickly Local. This is your local business spotlight podcast. Troy with the intro. Hi there. I'm Troy Thompson, Pinnacle Insurance, and I'm just here today to um, talk to Megan and Angelo Friboni. And they have some amazing real estate ventures they have going on, and um, super excited to talk to them about Frontier Advising, along with some other things they're doing. And um, for those watching, please uh, feel free to put your comments in the uh, in the comments section, and we will do our best to get back to them during this podcast or definitely afterwards. So, and uh, we know you have a lot of comments and questions. Yeah, super <laughs> excited to talk to. Megan and Angelo, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm uh, Angelo Fraboni, and this is my wife, Megan. Um, we have been investing in real estate for basically 10 years and are getting to the point where we're starting to move beyond investing and helping other people out. So awesome. I'm sure you've got a list of stuff, but... Uh, yeah, well, tell us. I know we talked a little bit already, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about your family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Family of five. Uh, we have three boys, uh, four and a half, two and a half, and five months. It's and a dream. I got a chance to meet them. Yeah. Beautiful kids. They're wild. Yeah, they keep and us busy. They're the best. Um, yeah, we love real estate. It's like our favorite topic. No doubt. So, yeah, why is real estate your favorite topic, man? Or oh, he asked me. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, real estate's probably our favorite topic because we've seen what it's done for our family. And I guess when we're talking real estate, we're talking real estate investing. Um, so yes, we do our, own our own home, but we have long-term rentals. We also have short-term rentals, which meaning like Airbnb, VRBO. So we've seen the financial freedom and benefits it's provided our family. Um, we've seen how it's impacted our friends. We've gotten them into it, and it's just like an amazing like skill and gift that just keeps on giving. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool, and I know your company, your new company, Frontier Advising, focuses on not only long-term real estate, but also the VRBOs, the Airbnbs, and uh, that's really fascinating to me because it's kind of taken off, and it's a, a real opportunity out there. Um, but I don't even know, what is the difference between VRBO? Yeah, I was wondering that too, I didn't know either. There is, there's a really big difference. And when we got into this, we didn't know there was a difference either. Um, but typically how it works is Airbnb is more of like a community. Yeah. So it's people who are really into traveling. They're more frequent travelers. Um, it's people who are traveling for work and need a place to stay, vacation need a place to stay. But VRBO is vacation rental by owner. And it's really more of a vacation destination. So you're going to Florida, you want to stay in a hotel. Great, I'm going to go on to VRBO and book a home. You could on Airbnb, and people do, but it's more of a traveler who's like going for vacation. And that's what we found too for the people that stay here. Typically the VRBO are the people vacationing where Airbnb is more like, hey, I grew up in the area and all of our, all my cousins are coming back to town and we need a place to stay and we found your home. And they found us on Airbnb where more of the vacation people are going through VRBO. Can you do both at the same time? Yeah, yes. and I'm. We're trying to figure out if there is an, a platform that integrates both of them because one of the challenges. Don't tell them our business idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, if anyone out there wants to do this for us, that'd be amazing. But that's the thing where we have both Airbnb and VRBO running independently. It's never happened, but we haven't. In theory, someone could at the same time book the same weekend, and we'd have to tell one of them no. So okay. what we'll do is most of the time, most of the time people aren't instant booking. They actually reach out to us because our property, you know, can sleep. 
15 plus. And so most of them, they want to ask questions, which is nice because sure. we get to kind of vet and hear them out. And so once someone books an Airbnb, we have to go black it out on VRBO so we don't sure. get a double booking. I see. So for you guys, what um, out of Airbnb and VRBO, which one makes more sense for you guys? Which one is more viable for you right now? And why? VRBO, 100%. So they're different demographics of people. So the VRBO is the traveler um, who's going with a family, not as much of a seasoned traveler. Like they maybe travel once or twice a year. Airbnb is like, we love traveling. It's a community. We're going all over the world. And VRBO seems to be larger groups. So okay. people who tend to book with us, we get a lot of bachelor parties. If we could give you a tour uh -huh. of our house right now, we have a very large home, we have a pool. So it's so easy for people to right. come in, rent the whole place, have 15 to 20 people here, and it's did, great. And did we mention that um, Angelo and Megan actually live in this house? We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Check and I, it out on uh, Airbnb. You can book it out if you'd like. It's true. I was yeah. telling my wife about this and she's like, absolutely not. I mean, three kids under the age of five and you live yeah. here. So how do you make that work living in your house and also making it a short term rental destination? Well, I think I think that is a beard in people's minds that sure. I think if they think about it a little bit more, they'd be able to get past it pretty quick because that's that's the initial response right, right away. Like I would never. Absolutely not. I could never have anyone in here. I was like, but think about it. How often are you out of your home anyway? So it's not the whole like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm being displaced out of my home. We're gone in the summer a lot. We've got family, you know, Megan's parents live on a lake. My, my dad lives on a lake. So like, we're gone a lot in the summer anyway. We're gone over the holidays. Right. We're, we're gone on vacation. So now a lot of times people be like, well, what do you do with all your stuff? I leave all my pictures up and leave it decorated. Right. And it, it's funny, I would say if someone wants to rifle through my underwear drawer, I guess they're going to. <laughs> yeah, but I, guess fine. I, don't, Take it. I don't have anything that I'm like, you know, need and to people hide. are like, are people going to break your stuff or steal it? It's like, how often have you gone on vacation and you've decided to break and steal things? Yes. Right? Never, oh. never. Right. Of course. Yeah. No. So it's what weird. is what is? I know you mentioned you do primarily bachelorette parties. Yeah. So why don't you do bachelor parties? <laughs> I think Would you want betting? 15 men in your home drinking beer and being grungy? <laughs> no offense. Why. I can imagine why. In our in our experience. No, hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Think about the college days. Uh, yeah. Did you ever party Jack's at? Fans? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever party at a? What is like the guys? Um, a fraternity. Of course. You don't yes. want to bring a friend. I went no. in, I think, one time, and I walked right out. Like you don't want to be in no. a men's home, like where men are sleeping. That's weird. That's true. It's not in our house. Yeah. So we've. <laughs> We have opened it up to business travelers and larger groups in that sense, but anyone who's having a bachelor party, I, I've been to bachelor parties. I know how they can be. We've all seen movies. We know how the, I don't want, you know, the hangover two filmed in my sure. home. So but in our experience, most of the time bachelorette parties, they're staying here. They'll they just have like hang out. they'll have like one night inside where they're hanging out by the pool, bringing in a bunch of food. One night they'll go out and it's we have never had a bad experience <laughs> in that regard. So right? there's really no rules against uh, whatever questions you ask? I mean, are you allowed to talk to the people renting your home? Oh yeah, so I run our the management of it and we get an inquiry and they're like, hey, it's a bachelor party weekend. There are 15 <laughs> of us girls for my sister and my mom's coming too and our aunts. Wow. You know, how many exact beds? What's the arrangement? Mm -hmm. Is it okay if we bring some table? I mean, people are over the top kind. Um, we yeah. also do have like families who will come here. This, past month we had two families come here it's a large home they're like we're coming for a wedding we see your home is kid friendly we've got a couple toddlers 
Yep. Do you have cool. gates at the stairs? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Bring your own We clothes. have gates. We have a nursery. We have a changing table. I mean, we and we leave it set up exactly like that, and it's That's it's great. I mean, one thing you guys want to do is kind of 10x this idea. Not it could it could be VRBO, Airbnb, or it could be long term. Um, but how do you know if an investment property is better for a long term rental or the VRBO? So. Yeah, I think I think there's different strategies and there's different um, benefits for both. The one thing that's nice about a short-term rental is you typically can make the same amount of money renting it out less because, for example, here, a lot of girls, 15 girls splitting one weekend, they're fine paying, you know, that, you know. They're fine paying $1,000 a, a night. Right. It's fine. So you're making like 2000 bucks in a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and that's that's the thing where it's like fifteen girls splitting two grand is two hundred dollars right. exactly, which is no way problem. cheaper than exactly. You put fifteen girls in five hotel rooms, four hotel rooms, <laughs> two right. hotel rooms if you really want to get thrifty. But right. it's gonna be a seven eight yeah. exactly. So and the comfort of a home with a kitchen with your own bathrooms with all that, just the benefits of that. So the cost is a little bit different there. The benefit of long term is typically, I always tell people are I always laugh when people say passive passive income because I yes there yes there are parts of it that are passive but there are parts of it that are not passive and I'd no. say there's about a two or three week stretch every single year where it's very stressful but then you have someone in there all year all year you know the check's gonna come you know what to account for it's a lot more it's a lot easier to account for your returns so I know yep this is my rent here's my expenses here's my mortgage this one I'm in profit all year yeah. where Airbnb it can be a lot higher but there's also that is it going to book out as much in the summer? Is it going to book out this much in the off season? So, sure. With our real estate investing advising business, Frontier Advising, we always say, what's your goal? What are you trying to achieve with real estate? And then we'll tell you, do you do long-term rentals or short-term rentals? So it's really all at the end of the day, what are you trying to do? Right. And you can use one of the two. One might be better than the other. What about for the people that don't? Do you help advise whether a long-term or short-term? Is Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think what's cool about the short-term rental game, and I think why a lot of people are getting into it, is there's a really low barrier to entry. Where mm -hmm. if I'm trying to buy an investment property, well, if I'm living here, I need to go buy another place. A lot of times I don't have the down payment, I don't have the knowledge, I don't. there's a lot of risk associated with that. Right. If I wanna get into short-term rentals and I'm living, like say we were married without kids and we're living in a place in Minnetonka, well, try it out. Throw it up there one weekend. Did it work? Did it not work? Was it, it, right? was it too expensive? Was it too cheap? It's so easy to get into it because in your own home, it's already furnished. Close. You're already living there. You like it, which means that someone else probably will like it too. And you you would be baffled how many people come to town for all these different reasons, oh, wow. uh, different conventions. Did you rent it out for the Super Bowl? We did. Did you make some huge money on that? <laughs> it's funny. Well, I was 38 weeks pregnant. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, let's just like put it out there with like what we would be happy with. And what was amazing about it is it like wasn't partiers. We had um, a whole team. I think they were like from um, Arizona State. Or the Eagles. We're no. somewhere. The, whole, the Eagles team stayed here. No. The quarterback. Um, <laughs> we. What, what is funny is we set our Super Bowl pricing when we first got into it, and we didn't raise it as we were raising okay. our rates and so yeah we got more than a normal rate but it wasn't crazy it was like eleven hundred dollars a night when we already asked like a thousand but before at that time we were new to it so we were starting like 500 knowing what you but know now what do you complain? think you could have rented it for i thought we probably could have rented it for like five grand a night maybe a little less than that our home's so big that's thing. Mm -hmm. but everyone's like oh super bowl pricing the people who are listing their homes for like 15 grand no one got that unless you lived in like 
Linden Hills or Edina. Right. Or if you lived downtown, you know, or if you downtown. had one of those places that was right next to it. So I don't know. I'd say anywhere between two and five thousand. Wow. But so, and what was the name of your company again? Frontier Advising. Frontier Advising. Yep. So can people find that just by going on to Facebook and yeah, putting it in there? When we come on, do it now. <laughs> FrontierAdvising.com. Um, we are pending. We're going live with the website pretty soon. You can sign up for our, our newsletter right now. Our business is not pending. Correct. Our website is pending. Website is Bring pending. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a Facebook page that's live right now. Um, and then we're having a newsletter going live. And Instagram, you know Instagram's better. Yep. Instagram's better? It's better. I'm that's a marketer. That's what I hear. Instagram, yes. I then Instagram. Facebook. Agreed. Okay. Come on, you know where it's at, Angel. Absolutely. Instagram number one. <laughs> yep. By far. So yeah, no, I love that too. So um, could you guys give three tips? Um, give us, you know, provide the, the audience some value. Provide three tips of getting into the, v the VRBO, Airbnb space and what somebody starting could do. Because mm -hmm. I'm interested myself. So. Yeah, so I'll I. start. Yeah, go for it. One, define your goals. Why are you getting into it? Of course. It can be money related. Of course. See, how much, that's exactly what it is for right, me. What it's do, a great, how much money I, do you want to make a month? Because that will I set like money. your pricing. Absolutely. It will set your target market. It will guide everything you do. Define your goals. Step one. Let me jump in. Okay. Step two. Go on Airbnb or VRBO and look at the houses around you. If you live in Shoreview, go look at what a four bedroom place in Shoreview sure. will rent for. Go, if you're, so just look at the market and see what they're getting for because you can set your goals, but then you can also set, okay, if your goal is to make five grand a month, but houses around you are only renting for $200 a night, you're not gonna get to five no, grand a no. month unless you're out of your house all the time. Um, so that would be a good one. Um, and then I, I would also say just honestly, just have an open mind with it. It's not as complicated as you think. There's some key things you want to do. Make sure you have some different settings on there. Um, but honestly, if you get your pricing right, you take some good pictures and you set a security deposit, you're mm. really good to go. So it's a brilliant idea. I mean, you're able to take vacations for free basically because you're not here. Obviously, you're making money. The house isn't empty, and right. you're using that money yes. for a vacation. I would yes. assume, right? Yes. Yeah. And step four: reach out to Frontier Advising. And they right. can help you maximize it, make more money. That's Love true. It. Absolutely. I mean, is that kind of your process? Because I have no idea what I would do first. If I reached out to you, you would ask me my goals. We and would then help just you create your goals if you don't know them. Help right. guide me towards yeah. what the best opportunity is. And then we'll is. create a roadmap with you or for you that says, okay, here's your goal. You want to make, you want to make five grand extra each month within the next two years? No problem. Here's how you get there. We'll show you financing, mm -hmm. and you know we'll connect you with the best realtors, which we're now the best people. Absolutely. You know, everyone. Well, knows. I know before um, Angel got here, we were talking, and uh, and this would be interesting for my wife to hear. She wants me to do a <laughs> HELOC and buy Sarah, Sarah, buy over. five we'll rental chat. properties with with equity in our house. So that would be. Uh, you're like you sell, guys free Saturday night. Yeah. 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 We can chat. Yeah, you're All like right. you're like speaking my love language when you're getting into like creative financing and how to do that because there's. There are definitely different tiers to real estate investing, and once you've done it for a while, or a lot of a lot of times, people who have been in in the home for a long time, they're like, "I have some potential here. How do I access that potential?" And a lot of times, people think like, "Well, I don't want to sell. I don't want to move." Great, don't. There are there are creative financing for you to not like over leverage your house. We're not telling you to go underwater. A lot of no. banks won't let you do that anyway because right. it's not 2008 anymore. Right. Um, but there are creative ways for you to access that equity and reinvest that and make more money than what your loan payment would be, which is a great thing. Would the bank kind of frown a little bit if they knew you're gonna do it to do Airbnb? To buy a place for Airbnb? Yeah, to try to make money off of it? I mean, 
just viewed the same as an investment property. So okay. they don't really ask, you have short-term or long-term rentals in here. They just say, oh, it's an investment property, great. And if you're okay. leveraging, a bank won't ask you that, why you're taking out, I mean, I'd have to, we've done um, equity lines on properties of ours, and I can't remember if a bank's ever asked me, like, what are you gonna do with this money? They've always just looked at our financial situation mm -hmm. and could we float a maxed out line of credit. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, all right, yep, you can afford this if you tap it all out and uh, go nuts, kids. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, good luck. Yeah, exactly. Too, so. <laughs> yeah, you actually, Angelo, you sent me your property evaluator tool, which yeah. I thought was really an awesome piece of software. Yeah. Can you explain that to us a little bit? Yeah, so I have an engineering background. Um, and for me, it always comes down to the numbers. It's That's why we start with your goals, because your goals will help define you uh, the best ways for you to kind of filter through all the options. There's there's unlimited options in real estate, which is what I love about it, but it's also what overwhelms people. And then it always comes down to just, do the numbers work? Right. Because it'd be where people can go wrong, and I think this is gonna be a question later, but like, don't get emotional about it. You need to, if you're looking at it from an investment perspective, the numbers have to work. Um, especially if you're young, I, I always cringe when I hear people like, ah, I'm not making money on it, but I'm gonna hold it for 30 years, I'm like, yeah, I mean, ugh, you can do that, but why wouldn't you just go make money now right. and build long-term wealth and build long-term equity? And like, I love that you want to hold the property for 30 years, but the numbers have to work right. and you should be making money in the short term too. Right. So the property evaluator came out of, I wrote a mortgage calculator on Excel. It's not that impressive. You can find the functions all online. So I wrote my own mortgage calculator because I got sick and tired of going and finding it all online. And then I just wrote down everything that I need to uh, think about for evaluating a property because a lot of times people go what's my rent what's my mortgage that's my profit no 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 you good. will lose your shirt if that's how you evaluate properties it's there are so many more expenses you should sure. account for with that and there's like vacancy repairs you should be paying yourself a management fee that will come out of your profit and there's a set criteria that we set up for ourselves where like the minimum criteria is we want to make $500 a month on a property and so what happens is as you start evaluating those things that's when you start being able to look at how all the numbers work together okay I hit my $500 now this one is an 18% return on investment that's a 22% return on investment this is a $500 a month but I'm only spending $100,000 on the property rather than $200,000 to make so it's it's been a, it's been an iterative process to get to what I think is a pretty encompassing um, program. And you can get this all by just signing up for our newsletter. Yeah, if you sign up for a newsletter, you get it for free. So. Frontier Advising on Facebook, right? Yep, and FrontierAdvising.com right now, the landing page has a, has a pop-up that's sign up for a newsletter. You can get it there. Awesome, very exciting. So when people are looking for deals, what are, what are some factors that make deals well, like that make deals good, and some red flags that people should avoid? Yeah, I think, so here's, I've had a couple conversations with people recently where they've sent me some properties that, hey, can you evaluate this for me? And they're like, I really like it because it's really cheap. And I go, that's great, but cheap doesn't mean anything to me. Because if you want cheap properties, just go buy something in Detroit. Right, you can buy it for $500. <laughs> like, right? like that, cheap is so subjective. That's right, so that, that $60,000 duplex might be half the investment that a $200,000 duplex in Minneapolis is because the income potential is so much better. So it's really understanding what's your income potential, what, what your expenses look like, and then evaluating it that way. It kind of scares me with real estate right now because um, I've heard some rumblings of people talking about bubble. being a bubble. Uh -huh. You know, prices are so high right now, it's kind of scary. What if the bubble bursts and then 
the values go down in the properties. Yeah, we've also had this question a lot with people recently too. It's always on people's mind. Well, people have been telling me not to buy. I always tell them, when I bought my first place in 2009, people told me not to buy in 2009 because the market was going back up after the crash. And I am not one that's like, time the market. It's time in the market. If you find a deal that the numbers work today, great. Who cares? Again, numbers based upon your goals. Numbers based upon your goals. We're not doing a flip. If if you're doing a flip or if you're buying a place because you think it's going to go up in value to sell later, well, then you're speculating. Mm -hmm. And then if the market plateaus or goes down, then you're underwater. Then you've got a situation you and you're doing Airbnb, right? Exactly. To try to, to try to do something. But yeah, it's, if the numbers work, who cares if the numbers go down? Sure. It, you're not trying to sell and go that way. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you say think bigger. I was reading your Facebook page and um, what do you mean by that? We mean a lot by think bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, Ansel has always wanted to challenge the norm. And so when we like, start working with clients, we're not just talking real estate. Like, we'll talk real estate second. We wanna hear like, what do you want in life? People are like, oh, I, you know, I wanna retire early, you know, at 50. I'm like, why 50? That sounds yeah. late. Yeah. Why don't we retire <laughs> at 40? Yeah. Or like, I'm, we wanna buy a late home by the time we're 40. Why 40? Why don't you buy when you're 30? Yeah. Like, people aren't thinking bigger and they don't realize their potential. They don't mm-hmm. realize what they're really capable of, of if they set goals and they have really smart people around them. So, yeah, I would say with that, the, and it goes back to running the numbers. If you think about the way that you people go about life is we all have a set of assumptions that we have made that we go through life with based on previous experience, based on the way that we were raised. Of course. Talk to anyone in our generation, it's you go to school, you get a job that you hate, that you work for 35 years and you retire when you're 65 and you sit on the beach with grandkids. Like that is the assumption sure. that the majority of our generation has made. It's like, why does it have to be that way? Why why are these assumptions in your life and are they correct? Sure. Because if they're not, maybe we should get new assumptions and maybe you can make your goals happen a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Because real wants, estate can make your goals happen a lot faster. It can. Yeah. Isn't that by far the greatest number of millionaires in our country? Yes. Are that because of real estate? Yeah. Of course. So, Absolutely. So. Um, for people who are watching this who are you know, assuming that lifestyle, what kind of what tips could you give them to assume more of our lifestyle? That social, you know, we're digital entrepreneurs. We're we're making things happen on the internet. Uh, you know, as you guys know, and the, the audience knows, I'm a big Gary Vee fan. Um, so his, was just, we're not going to swear. Just got, his, yes. just got his shoes, clouds and dirt. The you middle, got clouds and dirt. Yeah, I just ordered them. So <laughs> if we weren't on a spending freeze right now, I may have. And they only went up to a 13. I think I need a 14 in them. So oh, they only went to a 13. Yeah, spending freeze. <laughs> we need to buy another property. Yes. Like 45 days. That's true. So so. Spending freeze. I like that. Yep. But with that, with people who are trying to, you know, to do, you know, more of what we do, like I say, if you don't have a side, if you don't have a side hustle right now, even if you have a, a nine to five job, you're crazy because there are so many opportunities out there like, you know, BRBO, like Airbnb, mm-hmm. right. like, like Frontier like Advising, branding, Frontier Advising, like a branding company, advising. like a digital marketing company, yep. video, freelancing, Fiverr, Amazon, eBay. There's 70 things, 40 of them right there for you. If you guys want to look at any of those, Google, it's called yep. Google. But mm-hmm. so for for that, what what are three tips? I like the three tips always. What are three mm-hmm. tips that you could you could give um, my audience, our audience, to finding a side hustle, finding a digital avenue to make income so that you can make moves like this? Yeah, I would say honestly, first and foremost, I think one of the biggest barriers that people have up here is that they look outward 
And the problem with, I love, I love social media. It keeps us all connected. But the problem is you're comparing someone's highlight reel to your behind the scenes <laughs> where I, I've been doing real estate for 10 years and I still doubt myself all the time. And I, and as I'm talking with people, I'm like, man, I don't doubt you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, am I, am I, am I qualified to talk to this person about it? Cause I think in our minds we're like, oh, I'm not an expert. I can't do X, 16. Y, and Z. Yeah. I, I have, but, but you don't have to be an expert. You just have to be able to have done something before someone else and help them through the process. You are an expert to that person. Yeah. And so I think the first thing you can do is just identify those things in your life that are easy for you come easier is it a way that you process something is it a skill that you have is it a passion that you have and then look at is there a way for you to make some money doing that could you do a class doing that could you get involved with a program that does that could you so it's just what are you naturally better at or what what would your friends say come easy to you that don't come easy to them for us it's real estate <laughs> and right. then right. and then what sort of avenues can you go after with that sort of passion to then create revenue streams around it Course. No well, I think what you're trying to go at, Angel, I get Angel, Angel, Angel just, and Angel. Oh, yeah, it's like, right. which one is which? <laughs> but how to make money to eventually find a rental property. I think what you guys are saying is you might surprise yourself if you just reach out to you to find out if you can do it sooner than later. Maybe you Correct. don't have to have 100000 saved before yes, you buy this is a property, problem. right? Correct. You just had friends over, they're like, we're going to buy a house next year with 20% down. And I'm like, why would why would you ever do that? Of course. So they just made two offers in the last week, and they came over what three weeks ago. They just didn't even know. So point two is, I'm a huge fan of like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Correct. Get around bigger thinkers yes. than you. If you are mm -hmm. the biggest thinker in your circle, that's Too a problem. Yep. Get yep. new friends. Oh, Get I love around that. different that's people. That's so good. Mate. Yep. Yep. And that's a. I think you nailed it. Is what we love about what we do is that a lot of those assumptions that people have built up is like, okay, my parents say I need to buy cash. Well, yeah, your parents lived through the the crash in 2008, 2009. Their parents lived through the depression. They're of that lower and lower all my expenses mindset where don't get me wrong. I love it. Get rid of all your personal debt. Like Dave Ramsey. Do the Dave Ramsey yeah. thing. Like just like, I love it. <laughs> debt is bad, <laughs> um, but also, you can do so much more with so much less. And I think people, they devalue themselves. They're like, sure. I don't have a hundred grand. I don't have a hundred grand. I don't, I don't have, you know, but you have the resources that you have. And a lot of times you can do much more with them than mm -hmm. you thought. People don't know. Like if they're telling you, I don't have the money. Those are the people we like to talk to because they have no idea what's available to them. Correct. Right, sure. Come on. Even you, Troy, were like, yeah. So yeah. I mean, you have a whole plan. And it took <laughs> like, you one minute. Dude, you have so much money in that townhouse. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Give us some. I, I always have to. I always have to like put a caveat out there when I talk to people. I'm like, so I just want you to know. Most of the time, when I start talking to you about what's available to you, you will probably in the next two weeks go seek out a real estate agent and buy a place. Yes, you like, will. It just okay. it just happens well, I'm that way. Talk to you guys first. <laughs> right. Come then yeah. we'll use your insurance. Oh, guys, we just put Pinnacle on our home yep. because we did not have the right insurance. Guys, if you're doing Airbnb and VRBO, gotta talk yes. to Troy. Absolutely. This is not a sponsored you post. Just need to be oh. properly covered and do things properly. Yes. No doubt. That could be a big uh, a big challenge if there is a claim and you're doing this VRBO thing and you don't have the proper insurance. So yes. I'd be happy to help you with that. Yes, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> do, you, uh, do, you have, do you have a, do you have our fun questions around? Oh yeah, course? I have a couple fun questions. On a scale of one to 10, I'll let, let both of you answer this. How weird are you? 
on road trips. I was just going to so say on road trips <laughs> is when just things get so nutty. In car. I, why did we two extroverts yeah each other. Megan and I are off the charts extroverts which we found out so we went to Hawaii we, yes all three of our kids are off the charts oh, extroverts man. you must have some fun road trips oh it's amazing <laughs> we've <laughs> we've found that if we do if we travel together we need to do big vacations like we went to Hawaii last year like we should probably do that with friends next oh. time we, like, we love each other we've been together for 13 years it's like yeah, we just we need some friends we here we're, we're extroverts <laughs> so yeah I'd say together and did on road trips when you went to Hawaii or was that before? No, we were in our duplex at that point. Okay. Again, okay. one of our investment properties. Correct. But now, the next time you do it, you'll be making money. While Absolutely. You're on right? Bingo. Bingo. So you're both probably saying. I, mean, I don't weird. think we're like that weird. Yeah. I don't think we're publicly. Weird. I think it's just if you I think if like you three out of ten weird. Well, okay. I would say if you bottle us up without like people to talk to, that's when things just start well the big thinkers the mark zuckerberg steve jobs yes. they're a little our bit weird but that's think okay we're weird our friends who have full-time jobs and are like going the all-american dream they think we're weird yep. mm -hmm. entrepreneurs don't think we're weird no yeah. hope that real estate works out for you yeah buddy me too <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this i'll start with megan what are you not very good at details okay not good at details at all. Sure. Nope. Angelo, all the details. You're I can be your big man. picture visionary. Not Property tool, that. evaluator tool, mm -hmm. right? Details mm -hmm. and numbers. Details. There. How do you guys complement each other? So it's funny. I would say that I'm not good at starting something because the barrier in my mind is because I'm so detailed and I look at making things run efficiently. That's my engineering brain. I have a hard time starting because I'm like, oh, am I starting in the right place? So how we've started working is we realized that, so on our website, we have a blog section where we're just sharing a bunch of free resources, case studies, you know, all that. I was like, actually what works well is you start a blog post, get it 70% of the way there and I'll add all the details, add clean all the numbers, up. clean it up Cleans and send it, it back to you and you'll do a final revision <laughs> oh, and we'll go live. Cool. That's great. So yeah. And speaking of starting, you were the one responsible for the, the Airbnb, right Megan? Yes. So how did For that, sure. real quick, how yeah. did you decide to do it? Well, Ansel started us in real estate like 10 years ago. Yeah. So he started us there before we were married. And then Ansel's cousin came over and was like, this is a great home for Airbnb. And we're like, what? We just bought our dream home. What are you talking about? And he told us like how much he thinks we can make. And I was like, done. Great. That night I'm taking oh, pictures. Oh, yeah. really? Next day you it's just on did the VRBO and then we had a We woke up to a nine day booking. China. Yeah. Really? Business Wait, people from China stayed there for nine days. What are we doing? It was amazing. So you're like in nine days, we have to be up. Oh no, not, oh, not, okay, not, okay. it was four, nine days, I think in a month. So, so a month from like, then. We had to like get all this stuff from Ikea, bedding, towels, all this. Which we will have a startup guide on our website available oh, cool. and it'll be part of our, of our coaching. I'm so excited to, uh, to work with you guys and talk to you guys. Yeah. But to go, and then to go back, <laughs> <laughs> yep. to go back to how do we work well together? Megan literally did all that in one night and the next day I was like, what were you thinking? You missed this and you missed this and you missed this. You look this. at our bank account, honey, and look what I did yeah, for us. Yeah. It's true. That's how we work together is you get it started and I Quick start. fix it and Quick make start. sure it's working well. Oh, man. Like that, is that, that is a great so compliment awesome. to each other. That's yes, for sure. Very yeah. wow. I'm, I'm kind of like you, Megan, where I would start something and if I were to do that, my wife would have killed me. So that's why we'll have Sarah, a conversation. We'll yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get it all figured out. Last question. Room, desk, or car, which do you clean first? Ooh. <sighs> Absolutely. I'm always like picking up our room. Yeah. Look, Angela looked look too like. Well, no, I'm. <laughs> that was a lie. Mine is like a. 
if I were to clean any of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ansel doesn't clean. Probably my car because I got the golf clubs out of there and I realized that there was some stuff. I'm like, I should probably just clean everything out and when put it all back in. has your car ever been clean? My car is clean right now, by the way. Thank you. Like Thank you very much. Angel we'll test on the way out. Yeah. Yes. No yeah. Doubt. Front seat is all clean. So yep. fun talking to you guys. Frontier Advising. I am excited to see where you guys are going. It's yeah. A brilliant it's a great opportunity for anybody out there. And that you and I have already talked about this a couple times, Angelo. It's living from abundance, yeah. not yes. scarcity, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not a zero sum game. No. It's just because someone's doing well doesn't mean that someone has to do poorly. And true. we believe that there's so much to go around. And one of the things that motivates us above anything is I always say like if my last ten years can be your next six months. And whatever, wherever I'm at can be where you're building from. That's that's great. And that's our yeah. whole goal is just to share whatever we've learned and help people get started. And because we've seen how it's changed our lives and we know that people have a lot of those, their own barriers in place. It's like, let's help you break through those. Give Here's our last 10 years and go nuts. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks Inspiring. for having us. Yeah, yeah so thank you guys.